Amanda Lang is here, host of Taking Stock with Amanda Lang on BNN Bloomberg, here to talk about finance, economics, personal finance, all of that stuff. Amanda, it's nice to have you. Good morning. Good morning. So uh, we were talking about the story this week, and the rents are reaching a point where I don't know how anybody can afford to live in Vancouver and Toronto. Yeah, it's getting a bit out of control. I mean, the average national rent above 2000 for the first time, that's a record. This is for November. But as you note, there are some markets that are worse than others. Um, and they're important to talk about because Toronto is, it's not just the biggest city in the country, it's the gateway um, for a lot of new Canadians. So people arriving here, and guess what? We're going to be welcoming half a million a year of them, uh, need a place to live and rent is where they start. And here, a two-bedroom is 3600 a month. Uh, Vancouver, incredibly expensive. One bedroom there, 2600 So you, you really are 3300 here, pardon me, for a two-bedroom. Um, you're looking at, at levels, to your point, that feel unaffordable. You wonder how what jobs people can possibly get that allows them to afford that. And the answer is maybe more than one, certainly two people trying to cover that rent. Not, not a really healthy lifestyle is the problem. So, um, you've got some interesting stuff today. Actually, in my pack, I'm looking at a whole bunch of uh, research about young people and finances and what they want to do and how they regard their jobs. And one of the takeaways is that half of Canadians would like to change their jobs in 2023. Yeah, this one actually, I feel, is a reason for optimism, if you want to look at it that way. Um, of this survey, this is Robert Half, who talks all the time to people who are in the workplace, in the marketplace for jobs. Um, half of them surveyed looking for a new role or plan to start looking for a new one in the, in the first half of the new year. That compares to about a third of people who would have said so six months ago. Um, the good news here is the that money is the big motivator for people. And because the labor market's strong, they feel confident that they can get it. And we should note that changing jobs is the time you get a big raise, that you might be offered a raise at work right now because of inflation, but the average raise you get when you move jobs tends to be significantly bigger. And historically, it was something like 12%. So changing a job does get you more money versus staying at your job and asking for more. That seems to be the primary motivator. And it really goes to some of the other stuff you're talking about, which is young people are very aware of this economy and the kind of fragility of it. They're very concerned about it. Meanwhile, as I mentioned, uh, some new stats about young Canadians, and apparently they're becoming hardcore savers. Um, you and I are not necessarily of the same generation entirely, uh, Amanda, but we're of I a similar age. I think we are. Age. I make fun of you, but I think we are. There we go. Because when I was a kid, I was buying Canada savings bonds. And I remember back then, we can laugh about this, they used to pay 7 and 8%. Um, yep. But apparently younger Canadians are becoming better at saving now. Yeah, interesting to see this data that um, we are seeing uh, significantly higher numbers. So 69% of Canadians overall, so of all ages, have more savings today than they did six months ago. So this is a recent survey, um, and it's actually climbing fast, like 69% in, uh, in the most recent month up from 62% the month before, have two months of savings or more. But young Canadians are significantly more likely to have that. Uh, and so we're seeing it's up to it's closer to 70% from 58 We're seeing people who are 18 to 34 seem to be looking at what's happening around them. And you really started this moving, saw this moving back in June when rates started to rise. Uh, so it's on the one hand, John, it's what you want. You want people to have a financial cushion. It's very sensible. On the other hand, when we save, it means we're not spending. So when the savings rate goes up, there is a 
a, a contingent effect on the economy. So we, you, we will see a slowdown if people aren't saving. And this is a high spending group. So you wonder what the impact of this will be uh, on a recession. That's very funny. It reminds me of Andrew Coyne always says, all economic news is bad. So people are saving. Great news. They're saving. They will be able to look after themselves. People are saving. Bad news. They can't exactly. spend. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. You can definitely look at it both ways, 100%. Amanda, thanks so much. We'll be watching tonight. You have a great weekend. Amanda Lang is host of Taking Stock with Amanda Lang on BNN Bloomberg. You can watch tonight at 6 p.m.